0: Hey, everybody, it's Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway. We are GFBS, Grand Fork's best source. My name is John Roberts. Stephen Lewis is uh, going to be our guest host today. Chad's having another procedure or something. Uh, Anyway, uh, hats off and a big shout-out to Northwest Tire, too, for being a big sponsor of ours here on Dirty Thursday. Uh, You know what? For tires, uh, work on your vehicle and more, check out Northwest Tire. They're on Gateway Drive. They are North Dakota's largest tire dealer, by the way. Family-owned for over 40 years. You know, from big to small, Northwest Tire, they do it all. You can find all the big-name brands, Toyo, McKeon, Bridgestone, Firestone, and more. Call 701-780-8473 to schedule your next appointment. Northwest Tire and Gateway Drive in Grand Forks, helping you get the perfect tires or whatever you drive, and I'm going to do uh, my own little um, uh, shout-out to them because uh, that's where I got tires for my truck. Uh, so thanks, to Northwest Tire. Um, any questions or comments on the show today, by the way? I didn't even mention this. Uh, the driver of the Wissota Street Stock, 27P Tucker Peterson, the late model number two, Cole Babcock. They are in the studio today, too. And, of course, along with Stephen Lewis. And again, our phone number, 701-213-0863. If you want to give us a call uh, or send a comment or anything, feel free to text or call. Um, Here we go. Let's do it before we get the show going. Uh, Time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. um, You know, I hate it when people say, well, he's a nice person once you get to know him. Well, why don't they just say, well, he's really a dickhead, but you get used to it, you know?
1: (laughs) I
0: like that one. Anyway, I'm going to start over here to my right. Steven, how are you, man? How's it going? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Now try it.
1: Okay, how's
0: it going? Hey, good, good. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, people that don't know you, um, they hear your name all the time, especially if they listen to this show. But um, what exactly do you do? If somebody says, what, what do you do, Steven? What do you tell them? Because in a pinch, you're the guy that can come up with... I mean, here's here's a great example. We had uh, Shane Edgenton on a couple of weeks ago after winning the sights. And I asked him, um, how many races have you won? And he goes, you know, I don't have any idea. And I said, well, I bet you if there's somebody in particular watching this show, I bet you will have an answer within, and just like that, my phone. And it was you. So when people ask you what you do, what do you tell them?
1: Well, first off, with that one, I was just watching the show, and I was more interested myself to figure it out. So I just went on and figured it out quick mm-hmm. and whatever. So... But, um, yeah, just kind of pairing things back now i more um I shoot pictures more than anything for uh, speedway shots and uh, superior customs and all that, but uh you know, every once in a while, I'll go in and dust off the old skills and mm-hmm. uh, you know do the scoring and directing and whatever and you know, PR stuff and whatever. and Sure, because, I mean, thing.
0: a year or two ago, uh, you were one of the busiest humans I know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very hard to even catch you around here. You were always gone or road tripping or some racetrack across the country somewhere. But I uh, used
1: to be the guest that did 80 to 90 nights. Now, yeah. it's, uh, now we'll be talking to someone else that's doing that. So Yeah, yeah, and we'll be getting there
0: too. But uh, thank you for coming in, by the way. Um, one thing I did want to mention, uh, Bruce Hart Celebration of Life is this Saturday from 2 to 4. Um, I don't know much about it, but you can find out more by going to brucehartmemories at gmail.com. Uh, brucehartmemories at gmail.com. Um, I would like to go. I'm hoping we are done with the harvest, but I have a feeling I probably won't be able to make it. But um, it's going to be missed again. Uh, if you want to go help with that celebration of life and, and go show your support for Bruce, um, go to brucehartmemories@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I, I know we'll be talking about Bruce Hart here uh, as the show progresses. All right, now uh, let's go to our left. Here he is. It's Tucker Peterson, everybody. We're going to be doing a lot of applause today. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, you had a busy year. Very busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up, before we get into all the all the, all the the gists and gits and stuff about the year, uh, tell us about yourself right now.
2: Um, well, we've just been racing a lot lately. I want to say we have upwards of, it's almost 80, it's like 70-some shows, I think. Yeah, 78 shows. Yep, that's um, what I got. So that's definitely been uh, the most time-consuming thing lately. It's kind of been an entire summer's worth of work so are you are you in school now so i tried okay Um, okay long story short um trying to do four nights a week five nights a week with school still Mm -hmm. um just the timing of it all did not work out in Mm -hmm. my favor so um with needing to get the grades i need to get to do what i want to do i uh just need to take a little back seat to that for now what do you want to do uh, physical therapy oh, okay so okay. so yeah i just uh i decided to take the semester off and there's some other things i need to do um like some shadowing hours and stuff like mm-hmm. that anyway so i figured um finish out the race season and we can still make it sure somewhat
0: yeah. um i, I was uh, i used to be on a first name basis with physical therapists for a long time um they helped me to learn how to walk again and i was in some pretty bad wrecks but mm-hmm. um there was a time in my life I thought about being a physical therapist. Is is there a reason you picked that?
2: Um, well, I was kind of in the same situation as you. I knew a lot of them on a first-name basis for the longest time. Um I I've messed up my knees a lot in the past and uh so I went through a lot of physical therapy mm-hmm. for like a three or four year stretch so yep um that's kind of what brought me to how it. many knee
0: but surgeries three. have you had three I got you beat <laughs> <laughs> I've had three on one knee uh four uh, four or five I think I've had uh, a couple of people already um texting Amanda Joe uh Steven that's it uh Justin <laughs> Vogel took the first place spot. Uh Alvane's watching Eric Rice is the points battle still on no it's not we'll talk about that Uh I may be a bit partial but Tucker P is my favorite uh that was Katie Donahoe Katie osowski Donahoe my aunt Okay <laughs> uh, I thought that name sounded familiar uh am out join right oh, okay uh, Eric Rice but thank you guys for watching Um okay so would you just take a semester off or how'd that work Basically yeah okay.
2: I just had to apply for like a leave um for one semester and then okay. I'm planning on going back right It would be I think right after Christmas. Okay, is when so
0: when you apply week. for the leave, do you do you tell them that's because I'm a race car driver, <laughs> or do you lie and say, "Well, um, uh, I got something going on." There, I well, don't know.
2: <laughs> um, I, honestly, I don't really know if they care too much. As long as you tell them you're coming back, sure. Um, it's probably more for the financial. Oh yeah, they want their money. aspect. But um, but yeah, I was just honest with them, and I told them the situation and that I was going to still try to make the most of it school-wise with doing the shadowing hours and stuff. And I'm just like, it's just the situation we're in right now. We're doing this once, mm-hmm. and um, school I can always go back to. So I just, yeah. So
0: I'm I'm, I'm, geez, I'm hoping I'm not jumping the gun here on this, but um, are you still dating the same girl? Yes. Okay, and the reason I asked is because her dad works here. Mm-hmm. The, and I saw him when I was at Devil's Lake. He was down at Victory Lane, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Now, what the heck does he (laughs) got going on with him that he's down there? And then I ran into him here, Mm -hmm. like, the following week, and he told me, well, Tucker dates my daughter. And I'm like, oh, now it's all (laughs) making together. Charles Cox, I got you both beat. I got six on one knee. Oh, boy. Well, I haven't had my replacements yet either there, Charles. Uh, I got one of those coming on each knee, too. Um, So how did you meet her?
2: Um, In school, actually. We went to the same high school for for our— freshman well, i guess basically whole high school so, yeah, yeah yeah so a high school sweetheart sure
0: <laughs> okay sure uh we're gonna go across from you now cole babcock the driver of the late model number two is in the studio and you, you walked in and you kind of had that look on your face like i don't know why you want me here but um <laughs> blame it on him no yeah. actually um when i told tucker you know bring somebody with uh, you know because i like it when especially if they can bring a pit guy or somebody that helps them day in and day out all the time. And I'm like, okay, uh, why him? And I, and I, I, should have put two and two together. I knew who you were dating, um, your sister. And then, but when you mentioned, and I should have done this too, but when you start calling your aces, it's easy to, to not catch if somebody's there or not there. And I didn't think about it, you know, that I, well, gosh, I didn't hardly see your car anywhere. And then you told me Tucker says, "Well, you know, he wrecked a car or whatever, and he's been with me pretty much all year, going on the road and doing all that." So um, obviously, we had to get you in there, and uh, welcome to the studio, man.
3: Yeah, appreciate you having me.
0: Um, and, and we will get you in here as a as a regular too. Yeah, uh, not just his sidekick, but <laughs> One of um, these days. yeah. Uh, tell us about yourself. What do you do? What do you do for fun? Married? Kids? Any of that fun stuff? Well, no, I know you're not married, I was no kids. But yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, not at the racetrack.
3: Yeah, so me and Kelsey live in Fargo. Um I work for Cody Erickson. Kinda kinda his everything guy. Mm-hmm. Um mainly at the chassis shop at T and E. But like like I was telling you before the show, we're they're in the middle of harvest right now. Yep. So it's I'm kinda doing odd jobs, kinda filling in where they don't have somebody. But mm-hmm. other than that, I uh I started a sticker company actually the same year or a year prior to when Mike Speaker started Superior. Yep. So me and him have been doing that. Um and then just recently I'm we got a sheet metal break starting to do bodies oh, and sure. stuff and mm-hmm. some light fabrication and that's kinda all it is and Kelsey will tell you the same thing. I up at whatever seven thirty eight and she hardly ever sees me till about ten o'clock. Yep. So
0: um, I do gotta ask you uh the glasses. Yep. Um I'm all about glasses. Glasses and Crocs, but uh, where did you get those? Those are badass, dude.
3: So I actually got these ones in Jamestown, Yeah, um, and I fought my mom on this, and I'm sure she'll tell you too, but I, they wanted me to have contacts so bad and racing the duskets in your mm. helmet so bad, so I tried those for one week and I couldn't do it, and I was like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll never see. And then one night in Fergus, the line there, the, the, it's a beautiful facility. It's just kind of hard to see mm-hmm. with the billboards. And the one night, Dad's like, you were running like half a lane off of where you should have been. And I was like, I, yeah, okay. I was like, I was just running the race. And he's like, you need to wear your dang glasses. So finally he convinced me to wear my glasses when I race, And then that kind of, mm-hmm. I just got more used to him. And but yeah, I fought her for the longest time, teenager.
0: Yeah. I remember when they threw me in the backseat of a bus uh, going around the track. And that's when I had the big buddy Hollies on. And I, in a hurry trying to put a helmet on with those glasses, but um, I used to wear the big glasses to try to make my head look smaller. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it worked. Well, look at this melon. It's freaking gargantuan.
1: <laughs> well, um, for, for, just if I can butt it for a for those of us that have to run up and give him his lineup when he's in staging, I do appreciate that he can <laughs> see time, it. He, <laughs> one time. One so, time. I'll never live that one down. Alright,
0: right, let's hear the whole story. What happened?
1: I'm running around, probably doing NOSA stuff or whatever, and he's sitting there lying, he's waving me over and whatever. He's like, where do I start? Where do I start? So I immediately <laughs> start giving them crap i'm just like you're you're in the car you don't know so i bring up the you know the app and whatever and show him. and i was like if you do this again i'm gonna hit you right i'm gonna smack you right in the <laughs> helmet and
3: i haven't had to do it again but no and i'm the worst at that <laughs> i'll i'll literally check it on my phone as i'm yep. like belting in and then i'll give my phone to cal's whatever and i'll roll into the stage and i'll be like wait was I by this guy or that guy or in this row? And then all of a sudden, like your brain, nine times out of ten, though, people on the race, either, like, if you're in the wrong spot, they'll tell you. Yep. But it's just a, like a, mm-hmm. you're thinking about everything else sure. and well, it yeah. kind of leaves your brain. But
0: um, I'm still thinking about your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I like the holes. Is that so like you can put the chain on them and wrap around your neck so you look like an old woman? <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> I think those are cool. Um, the water boy.
3: Yep, so... Uh, uh,
0: what's what's the story there? Thank you, Amanda Joel.
3: Yep, so there was... When did that originate, Stephen? <laughs> it was in Buffalo. It was, Buffalo, yeah. that's what it was. <laughs> so a straighter, nine times out of ten, they don't run on methanol, so they run a little warmer, and especially on the 100-degree nights, the cars get hot. And, yeah, Tucker, the one night in Buffalo, they normally don't let you across the track, but we always have a thing where, like, he'll just tell me, win, lose, draw, whatever, mm-hmm. he'll point and tell me if it's hot. So that means you bring the water down, take the hood off, dump it on the radiator. So Mike and Steven and whoever else were standing in the infield that night, and Tucker went up to do his interview on the front stretch, and I was there dumping water on. And Mike came over, and he's like, oh, you're a pretty damn good water boy, aren't (laughs) you? That's how it got started. And And where was that? That was at Buffalo River. Okay,
0: Buffalo River. Uh, man, I love that place. um Now, tell us you were on the track. Well, I said one time this year, and you said not really. Yeah. Uh, what your season in a nutshell? It's not going to be a very long story, obviously. No. But uh, what happened? What happened to Cole Babcock so this we year? We were
3: building a new car, and and Dad kind of decided that we needed to go another way. He's obviously car owner, mm-hmm. whatever, and so he decided we needed to go another way. And that was already at the mid midway point in the season, so half the year was gone. So then we. He ended up driving to Ohio while I was racing with Tucker. I don't even know where we were, but he ended up driving to Ohio and got the, it's actually the same exact car Joey has, just one year older. Oh, okay. Twenty twenty. 2020 yep. XR1, and so then we got that already. Me and Mike actually put the stickers on it at 3 a.m. Thursday of the sites. <laughs> wow. And uh, so we got it out, hot lapped. It wasn't running perfect, so I had Corky Thomas, thank gosh, was there, and He's a guru, anything motor. Um, So I had him come over and tune it, and coming out of four in the heat race, hit the gas, and went nowhere. Pulled it into the infield, and yeah, we thought it was distributor, and we pulled the distributor out of the hole and looked down in there at the flashlight, and it was, the cam broke. Oh, boy.
0: So you got a brand new car, get it out on the first day, and junk it. Oh, man. But you'll be full bore next year.
3: That's the plan. I mean everything's sitting good. I'm trying to convince Dad to go to the topless and me and Tucker kinda of talked about it. So mm. maybe we'll it's fixed now. So yep. maybe we'll take the roof off and go have some fun in Ogilvy before the year's over. You
0: know, I think that would be so cool because um uh you can actually see the driver's is so much better. I mean, that's how you can tell if your car is set up or not. The, the people in the fan, you know, on the stands can because they can see if you're sawing on the wheel or if it, you're just, you know, moseying around the track. But um, I know, well, I think Edgington's going down there, but I don't know how many locals have you heard. Are there many going?
3: Not, not too many. That he I've... would be the
0: one. I would obviously would you know would be my obvious choice if he's gonna if anybody's gonna go would be him. And he told me he was. Right. But
3: yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I know. Vogel said he's going, but Mm -hmm. other than that, that's all we've heard.
0: Mm -hmm. Who's Patricia Jane?
3: That would be my mom.
0: Okay, that's why. Uh, Glasses were definitely mom approved. (laughs) There we go. That's for you, mom. Okay. All right, so... That was your year in a nutshell and and yep. so you decided while you were building this you were going to help out well pretty much like your brother-in-law or whatever yep. but um uh, and obviously it worked out well for you uh, especially for him
3: yeah it i I've told Joey and Tucker this Joey gives me crap all the time he's like I, I know you have the itch to go drive your own car why are you coming mm-hmm. around all over the country to help us and I was like I just I honestly just have a lot more fun. Helping.
0: it's a different kind of fun though right i mean it's, and it's it's a different for one thing the stress level has got to be completely different i mean yep. it's all wonky when you're driving compared to when you're wrenching
3: well it's there's a lot of stress when it's just me and tucker there no joey Oh, i bet it's, yeah but when joey's there it's it's just more fun and the, the weight the weight's not on your shoulders to perform i can me and him can talk about a setup change or do something and at the end of the day, I'm just a signal guy on the fence. Mm-hmm. If, if we missed, we missed.
0: Sure. It's- now, when the old man is there, then <clears throat> do you guys, the three of you, talk about it? Is it easier without Joey being there? I mean, you said it's easier when he's there, but is it easier making your decisions when he's not there? Because there's the third man out right there.
2: I I'd, I'd say so. It's um, me and Cole, and we're, we're. I feel like we're both just really like. How can I explain it? We're both just like really crazy with our ideas. Like we just go back and forth, back uh-huh. and forth. There's always something that could go right or something that could go catastrophically wrong. It's yeah. always like it's either going to be really good or really suck. So, so do, Dad do you ever have, mediates it.
0: You ever have one of those ones where you just really look, you go and look at him and go, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Or vice
2: versa. <laughs> I feel like we've definitely oh, done that to each other. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, are, are you a believer in Murphy's Law?
3: This year, we have learned that that is 100% true. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, see,
0: I'm a firm believer in it. If something can go wrong, it will. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Cole's Law?
2: I, I heard this one last <laughs> year. <laughs> yep, I was listening. I last was going to try it two weeks in a row.
0: I knew I couldn't get by that one. Um, I tell you what, we're going to do. Uh, I want to take a short little break here, and then we're going to talk about this uh, entire season uh, for Tucker Peterson. We've already talked about the entire season for Cole Babcock, so <laughs> I had to just throw that in yeah. there. Uh, but we're going to be talking about this season, what's coming up here next year, and all that stuff, too. Uh, but right now, I want to talk about Valvoline and Instant Oil Change. You know, life never seems to slow down, everything is in such a hurry. Uh, Getting a beat truck, you'll see what I'm talking about. About. hey when it comes time for that oil change valvoline instant oil change that's where i go i'm usually in and out of there in about 15 20 minutes max and while they're changing my oil they're also uh doing more they're uh topping off my fluids checking my tires battery lights the wipers cabin air filter all that kind of stuff if you got a fleet, you're going to get a discount. If you're in the military, they're going to give you a discount. They can text and email invoices and coupons. And here's a really cool thing. You mentioned Grand Forks Best Source. They'll knock $10 off your oil change. Monday through Saturday, they are open. No appointment needed. Pickup and delivery is available in Grand Forks, too. Pretty cool. Uh, Balvoline Institute Oil Change. For complete oil change and more, 3325 South 38th Street or call 701-780-8462. You got to tell them, Grand Forks Best Source sent you. They'll take 10 bucks off your oil change. Stephen Lewis, our guest host today on a dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway, along with Soda Street Stock driver, the 27P Tucker Peterson, late model number two Cole Babcock, also in the studio. And um, big shout out uh, for you for coming in today. And, and, and I noticed. Um, And this is probably because you're not all over the frickin' world as much anymore, but um, I can get a hold of you much easier now than I ever used to before.
1: Well, the hours are a lot uh, uh, more normal now to uh, working with Mike, so he, you know uh, working with someone that works during the day, working normal people hours. Yeah. Know, so. Normal people hours. <laughs> um,
0: and, and, I know he's still crazy busy mm-hmm. too, but, um, yeah. so are you commuting back and forth to Fargo a lot? Uh,
1: no. So, uh, what I do now more or less is like, I'll, uh, I'll do some design stuff at home. Um, still getting caught up, um, tagging galleries for the, uh, for the website or whatever, but, um, you know, things are kind of rounding back into place now, but, um, uh usually i don't have to go down there unless he gets really really swamped. crazy yeah
0: so. okay uh good morning tom corcoran good morning guys uh nick curtis more relaxed for cole i'm guessing he means when you're in the pits um okay we're, we're let's talk a little bit about tucker peterson okay listen to this um river city speedway champion uh devil's lake champion north dakota street stock champion Sounded pretty good so far. Uh, third in the national points. you were That came right down to basically the end of the year. But listen to these stats, all right? 26 wins. Okay, 78 events. we had raced 78 times. 26 wins, 57 top fives, 65 top tens. You had victories at River City Speedway, Buffalo River, Devil's Lake, Brown County, Greenbush, Tri-County, Granite City, Cheyenne Speedway, Lake of the Woods Speedway.
2: Thunder City. Where the hell didn't you win? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, how many tracks do we even go to this year? It had to have been...
1: That would like,
3: be a good Steven
1: question. I think it ended tracks. up being 18. Eight, I yeah. think it was 18 wow. last I've week. So. Never,
0: I haven't been to 18 racetracks in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, were any of these like just hidden gems for you? Like, wow, why didn't we discover this racetrack three years ago?
2: Honestly, I wish a lot of the... I've found a lot of new favorite tracks and just um, stuff like that this year that if we weren't running for this national deal, we have will never have seen them. And mm-hmm. we honestly probably will never see them again, unfortunately. Just right. of how far away everything is. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely been fun. There's some hidden gems out there that I've never even heard of until this year.
0: Right. And, and it was pretty obvious to me that's why you were doing this. But um, because nobody in their right mind is going to travel that much to street stock. Because, I mean, you make a six, seven, eight-hour trip, to go win how much, you know. It, there's mm. more to it than that. I, yeah, it was great. We won. I mean, I came out six hundred dollars short, but we <laughs> you know by the time your expenses yeah. are done and yeah. stuff. But what was the pressure like? Because I'm sure you heard it all year long. Once it got out with about a month, month and a half mm. left in the season, and it, Tucker's up there in the top, whatever, whatever. And mm. I'm sure that's all you heard.
2: Yeah, it was um, probably one of the most. Uh, intense summers i've had racing for sure i'm sure cole can back that with me it's um i don't know i the pressure is unlike any other especially when like the majority of the season i was running second and you know in reality it's one or two wins behind the lead like Mm -hmm. you could have the lead the whole time but um that was definitely intense for me like every weekend it's just really hard um competing with those guys when you have to get, say, three wins a weekend, mm-hmm. whatever, something like that, and they're getting 3-2. How do you gain? Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Who like,
0: ended up winning it? Uh, Justin Vogel did. Okay, Justin yeah. Vogel. And then second place? Uh, Braden Brower. Yeah, and, and he was leading the points most of the year. Yeah.
2: And Now, where is Brower from? Um, Oh gosh, it's near the cities I think. I think it's
1: Eoida e- Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, oh, It's sure. actually closer to Rochester. Oh, is
2: it? Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, he was up here quite a bit
2: yeah, towards the end up of the here a few year times, and yeah. and
0: was that because he knew you and wanted to see what okay, let's see what the second place guy and the points are like or or come up here for different competition because I thought it was really cool mm-hmm. because a lot of the times you don't see that and I, and I could name race car drivers that were running mm-hmm. for national points and they couldn't win here, so they went to a different track weekly and ended up winning the national points thing. Yeah. But um, I thought that was pretty cool because most of the time, if we're talking about a local, which, by the way, the Grand Forks guys around here, our, our, our regulars at River Cities did a fantastic job in all classes. But it's always, well, where does that guy race? You never heard of him before. I've never seen him race. How good is he? But it was pretty cool that he came up here. And, and what did you think the first time he was here? Did you know
2: him before? Um, actually, I mean, no, I don't think. Um, we had raced uh, probably a couple times against each other, but until the old national points thing, you know, the names, you don't really. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of whatever.
0: He didn't come up to you and, and introduce himself as a, oh, by the way, I'm the guy in first place right now.
2: <laughs> well, I, of course, I already knew at that point. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it just brings another level of. Competition that wanting to win, you know, those head to head battles are probably some of the most important throughout the oh, for national points. So I'm sure him coming up here maybe had that in mind, maybe just wanted to try new track. I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. his reasoning was. But every time it was definitely fun and there's sometimes i didn't come out on top and sometimes i did yeah and it's and, just that much more intense no and you know what. it's
0: about putting on a show too yeah. and definitely when the fans find out because i mean i made sure i announced that a lot mm-hmm. that look folks you, you don't know how good you got it right now you got the number one and two guy in the national points running against each other that's that's pretty damn cool uh trey has had a blast running with them too all summer long chuck taylor jr thanks buddy you're watching from tulsa oklahoma uh, Dave Rosendahl, these two cats did a great job. They make a hell of a team. Uh, Heather McDonald, good morning, all. Hey, Steven's on. Uh, Matt, miss working on Cole's late model this year, but had fun watching Tucker Chase points. Heather, I figured out uh, we have 10 drivers in the area that are in the top... 10. 10 on national points. That's That uh, tells you something about uh, the race car drivers and the race tracks up here, because um, you got to have a good track to be, able to, good, to be a good race car driver. But um, now... Did the pressure get to you at all oh yeah, i mean you're young <laughs> you've never been i mean let 's face it, you were pretty much in the in the street stock spotlight this year yeah uh and and, and never being in that position before mm-hmm. or that situation uh, did you take advice from like your old man or or anybody or were was there anybody you could go pick their brain or or how did that work for you, and how do you handle that that pressure
2: honestly it's for me, it was really just going on the day-to-day. I, In years past, I've never been used to, you know, racing as much as we had alone, like having the success we had this year and stuff. It was always kind of the backseat to Dad or Kelsey or, what, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the situation was. Um, so, yeah, I, this year was definitely kind of a – it was really fun, and to have as much success as we did was really just great all the way around, and the attention you get with that. Some positive, some negative attention. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, you're always going to have your lovers and your haters. So, Absolutely. Um, it's just one of those things that you just have to ride it out and try to ignore the negative comments you see out there. Yeah. And how many how many
0: times have we seen local guys get booed just yeah. because they're good? <laughs> yeah. Because exactly. they win yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, and, and now, did this, uh, for me, watching you throughout the years, uh, to me, and, and uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of thought this was a turning point as far as I'm concerned watching you. Uh, was it last year, I think, when when you guys brought the, your car to get scaled over at uh, Dustin's shop? That was
2: actually a f- few years ago now. Okay. La- it was what I thought really did. It was last year we switched over to Factory 43 okay. um, for our shock program and everything. And I, I ended up with 12 wins or 13, something like that. And that was kind of my breakout year, I felt was last year with mm-hmm. all of that. But um, yeah, so we just kind of tried to carry on from that this year. That's kind of what gave us the thought of maybe running for this national deal is because we we won like fifty percent of the races we yeah. started last year. So yeah. we're like, well, if we run more, then that's not going to be a bad situation. So
0: uh, more text here, uh, and Eric, we will ask that question here shortly. Uh, Eric Rice. Formula One Red Bull, that's what we're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Joey Peterson can't say enough about Cole and his commitment to not only Tucker's program, but also the 7P and the 93 this year. Uh, Also, others that helped, uh, Cody Noriakis, Eli Shpansky. They handled the pressure of national points well and kept it fun. Nick Tucker's been fun to watch all season, proud of how he ran this year. Um, Pretty cool. Uh, You know, I I try to get your dad on the show. (laughs) Always has a reason not to come on, but it's funny how he can watch the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get it. That's okay. Um, he's. owner, is he in a truck today?
1: Um, tonight. Okay, that's the night shift.
2: Tonight, yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay.
1: Speaking for Joey, there's nothing wrong with me? In the behind the scenes guy, I like to you know drop <laughs> in myself when I'm at home too. So. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True dat. Um. Okay. Everybody's asking the question. Uh, I was down here on my list. Um. Have Have, have you accomplished everything i mean granted it'd be nice to get a national championship if you accomplished everything you want in a street stock how many years have you been doing this street stock thing now
2: i think seven now yeah, okay
0: seven and 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 are you getting to the point where it's like you're ready for
2: another type of car well you know what we're getting at you know you know what's funny is that you know we drove all the way to montana just last weekend and this entire drive probably revolved around this one question we were talking about the entire way because um, that's kind of where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate truth to me, at least is just that, you know, I, I, honestly, like I'm having a lot of fun in the streets so sure. and there's part of me that doesn't want to move out of it because it's such a great group of well, guys in your and you comfort zone. And, and, and yeah, but just put all that aside. The, the really crappy thing is that I probably can't run for a national title again, just the way life is right now with timing in like, school and stuff. I can't put still, my life on pause. Yeah. You still have to have a life. So, um, the issue with that is that. That's probably the one thing that I feel like I haven't accomplished that I really want to. So, say I stay in the street stock, that's what I'm going to want to do again, mm-hmm. no matter what. I won't be, I just don't feel like I'll be content running one or two nights a week and sure. knowing that that's a possibility that there's the stuff we learned this year that probably could have s- switched the role for mm-hmm. a national title that mm-hmm. we just didn't. There's, you know, games yep. that you yep. play that we just didn't do right. So, um, there's stuff like that. So, we almost just said it's easier to just say, well, this, get rid of the street stock because otherwise you're going to want to run again and it's just not in the cards. So. Well,
0: so he's really good at skirting around the question, isn't he? <laughs> um, yep.
1: So I thought it was a pretty good answer.
2: It was also, a pretty but...
0: good answer. It was. <laughs> it, it, you could tell you thought about it the whole trip from Montana. We yeah, only of... had
1: 20 hours to talk yeah, about exactly. it, so. Yeah.
0: so, but here's, here's what I'm getting at. Um, you know, as far as how good you are at a street stock, if, if you were to go, we'll just say late models. Wouldn't it be nice to know that after all your work you could actually go and race for $9,000 yeah. or $9,200 mm. instead of, you know, what the street stocks yeah. are getting paid, but does that ever, I mean, dangle that little carrot in front of your face? Uh, does that would that help make your decision or not?
2: Well, yeah, definitely. I know that's one big kicker this entire season with national points is honestly financially it cannot be a dumber decision to run mm-hmm. for national points because we get Two fifty to win on average everywhere. Yeah, and you're driving to win, and you're spending that in gas alone, if not more, just just in gas where you're going. Mm -hmm. Like it's just so honestly, running for nationals with at least in our situation where we live and the placement of everything, it really made no sense. But. It's just a, it's just to do it. It's just oh to hell yeah! It. And that's we probably this was our best chance at ever winning yeah. it was this year. So it, you kind of just had to shoot that shot. But I mean, we're yeah. guys, you know that the yeah. lower <laughs> units
0: uh, hanging down there. There's more to the just you know producing kids reproducing. Mm-hmm. There's are nads. You you, you want to brag <laughs> about something like that? And I mean, would you say three, four different time zones you race this year? Yeah, I think three. to different. try three to go for a couple yeah, hundred three, bucks. D- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, wow. Um, but. It had still be fun. I oh, mean, definitely. gosh, when, it, yeah. you know, something like what we're doing right now, when you can sit down and talk about all this mm-hmm. stuff, uh, that's pretty cool. um Let's see here. Eric, oh, Joey has to look after the inmates, of course. Uh, Mason Aaron's Racing Videos, what was your favorite track that you
2: visited for the first time this year? Granite City Motor mm-hmm. Park. Right. <clears throat> and where is that? Um,
1: oh, so- Sock Rapids. Yeah, yeah, Sock, sock. Rapids. Okay.
2: That's what it is. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of a hidden gem. There's some mixed reviews from drivers on just track conditions and stuff you get there. But every time that I've been there, it's just been so fun. It's, it's a very technical track mm-hmm. where like you're pushing every corner, you're pushing the limits. But at the same time, you need to hit certain spots on the track or you're going to go backwards. Sure. So I, I don't know. I really like that place. That's probably my favorite.
0: You know, that's, that's the cool thing about racing in general. Uh, you can make a mistake... You know, a, a two or three second mistake in any other sport and be able to make up for it. You can make a split second mistake in mm. racing and you're screwed. Yeah, I mean, exactly, you're yeah. screwed, man. We got a lot of people texting uh, Stephen Ader Olson. Hey, hey Stephen. <laughs> hey, Stephen Lewis. Tucker for late model. John Biergaard. Uh, Dave, priceless experience on a lot of different kinds of racetracks. I'll pay it off. It'll pay off at the next level. Elizabeth Donahoe. Thanks, Tucker and Uncle Joey. Both in late models. Think. That would be pretty cool. Uh, it's all for glory and prestige. It's not about the money. That's what we were kind of talking about there. But now, obviously, I would think if you're going to make a different choice to go to a different kind of car, it would be a late model. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got your dad. You've got you. Um, would you be – I mean, if he's going to be running against you, if it was ever to happen, are you still going to be this nice guy and, and help him out as much as you can? Or
3: Oh, yeah. Joey will tell you. I, I'm i not afraid. I I'd rather see Tucker go out his first night and beat me. It would just it yeah. make me happy. I wow. don't. I don't. I don't really. I I don't really try and worry about any of that stuff. Like I've raced with Joey for four years now, mm-hmm. and never once do I like. I, obviously, you got to give him crap when you beat him. Sure. Well, yeah, he's the veteran that's... and I'm the young guy. But Absolutely. Nine times out of ten, he beats me, which mm-hmm. is the way it should be. But yep. yeah, I I I am. I would be very excited to race with Tucker every week and just help him kind of along the learning curve. Sure. Obviously, I don't know as much as his dad does, but I'm more of the grunt guy, I yeah. guess. I'll, well it's I'll, usually I'll do the tires, I'll, I'll help do whatever, you know. Yeah,
0: you usually help them out the best you can until they beat you, you know, and then <laughs> it's like, you're on your own. But how did you get your started racing, by the way? And especially, uh, did you race something before the late model?
3: Yeah, so, well, it goes back to when I was born, really. I think mom will correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure, but a couple of days after I was born, my uncle was racing go-karts in Minneapolis, and yeah, it was like two or three days after I was born, I went to my first race with my wow. mom and, uh, my mom, aunt, everybody in my family, my grandpa owned the, or started the go-kart track in Jamestown. Mm-hmm. So they did that as a family. I was there every week. There's pictures of me as a toddler oh, wow. riding around the power wheels on the scale and stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Keith Vile, actually, was a huge part of my start in racing. Uh, he brought the Slingshot class. Yep. They ran up here once yep. or twice. Yep. But he brought that to Jamestown, and that was a huge, it was something easy enough to get into. I was still young at the time. Um, not as young as the kids now. I just yeah. watched the Stampede last week. There's oh, yeah. some little kids racing yeah. those things. but um, So I, I raced that for, I think, two years, or two and a half years, whatever, and had good success, and Dad kind of, we sold the car, and, he kind of came up to me one day and he's like well we sold the car what what do you want to be in down the road in mm-hmm. your future and i was like well that's a silly question late models duh well they just had this limited late model class that just kind of popped up around fergus yep. and dad had recently moved to rossay minnesota which okay. is 10 Pretty, miles yeah. down the road mm-hmm. and so we got a limited and i raced that for two seasons i think and we kind of had enough of it at that time it was starting up so there was There was just carnage every week, and we weren't running up front. And yeah, it was, we could tell that we just needed to sell everything, kind of upgrade our equipment, Mm -hmm. and just just go full with soda. Even if we struggle for a year or two, just just go right to, you know, go race with all the veterans and just learn. That's the best way to learn, you know, kind of throw yourself to the wolves. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what you have
1: to do.
3: Yep. So we bought a, I think, I don't even remember, but yeah, it was a Pierce car, it was our first car. And Mm -hmm. we ran that for a season, then we sold that and got a master built. And then I actually rolled that one last year, and then Dad kept it for a limited for another guy to drive. And Mm -hmm. then we got this XR1. So, yeah, that was one of the conversations that I was having with Tucker on our way home from Montana was – I I understand why it's so hard because when I sold that slingshot I didn't want to like mm, it's yeah. your first car it's, well, just sure. your it's first like your first everything you yeah, know? yeah, and uh it's I like told him your first him,
0: real love <laughs>
3: yeah and like I told him I was like I kind of counted them on my fingers I'm like I think I've had like six race cars like that's why wow. that's why it's an easy thing for me to sure. do because it's it's a car it's not the car like mm-hmm. it's the car he ran third national points with one whatever you know and that was one thing that I think which I, I know he was struggling with, is, like, it's the only thing he's ever been in. He's yeah, had that car right. since he started, and yeah. that's – I completely understood that. And, yeah, it's, it's tough.
0: So who were the guys that, when you first got into the late model, were there, were there certain guys, like with the NLRA, that you leaned on a little bit for, for advice or help? Or, or were you – you know, like you said, you, you get basically thrown into the fire because people, if you don't realize this, there's nowhere to go practice racing you yeah. don't go practice dirt track it's not like shooting hoops in your driveway you, yeah. you don't do that you practice on race night yeah. um were there people that you leaned on that that helped you out or were you just kind of a hard knocks uh learn the hard way
3: no it was literally i i don't even think i could count them all i mean dustin <laughs> strand joey tom corcoran brad sang mike balkin i've talked to like there's all those late model guys. They may seem whatever to everybody else, but you walk up to them in the pits and have a conversation with them. They'll help you out. Oh, sure. Any, anything, any time, any part, whatever. If Even if it's just driving advice. Like, yeah. hey, Mike Balkin's the best at running the bottom. Mm-hmm. I need to learn how to run the bottom and not hit Uke tires. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That, okay. That, you know, so it everybody. Hey. Obviously, Joey was very instrumental in in the, like, at the track Mm because we park next to each other I can go over like hey what are you doing like what do you think I should do how'd it look to you or whatever but I would say every single person in the NLRA has had some sort of impact on my on my start in racing and see
0: those are the kind of answers that that people like to hear um you know me um I nobody's ever crappy to me uh, I don't know if it's, they're just going to be nice because I'm the announcer or what, and and I try to tell people these guys are really great guys. They all are. Well, you're the announcer, of course they're going to be <laughs> nice to you. But no, it's because I hear, I listen to people like you, yeah. and I listen to all these stories on Dirty Thursdays, and and they all pretty much say the same thing. Uh let's see here, uh, Stephen Ader Olson. You know what? Get back on the show. All right, get your Get your ass down here. Uh, Mason Aaron's video, uh, racing videos, I'm biased, but street stocks are the bee's knees. Uh, Tom Corcoran, congratulations to Tucker on an awesome season. Something to uh, remember and be proud of. Uh, <laughs> what's the saying? Throw me to the wolves, I'll come back leading the pack. Something like that. That's that's awesome. Uh, Joey Peterson wants to know what was your favorite race of 23?
2: Oh, I was going to say, I have two, so you go first. I was going to say, there's a couple that come to mind for me. Yep. Um, so, probably just like the funnest in the car the entire year and just just the excitement, the anticipation building up throughout the race is probably, Um, I think it was the last one in Buffalo River with okay. Justin Vogel. And oh, we were, I mean, sure. We were just throwing yep. sliders just hand in hand each corner. And the thing is, is you see that a lot in a sprint car late model. Oh, yeah. But yeah. We're a 3,200 pound street stock. That's yeah. a lot of weight to be swinging through the corners. And the thing is to know, like to know and trust each other that the one's gonna check up, and mm-hmm. drive back under. Like that's that's what true racing is. And absolutely. all that was fun. So absolutely, that's probably number one. And then uh, number two is is less maybe so much the race, but just the excitement that came along with it. With it was uh, Devils Lake, I think that last weekend, and uh, Br- Braden had come up there and it was head to head. We're you know the points battle was tight at that time and we're uh, one and two in points and we're <laughs> duking it out whatever and just. You know, Cole Cole's probably the one that just makes me this this race stands out in my mind is just cause the excitement with him doing signals just oh it makes me laugh thinking back at it. like I wish I could just see it all from a third <laughs> yeah. person um point of view because I kid you not, you know, there was some stuff going on with me and Braden and we we had gotten together, he had kind of gone into me, whatever, and there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened. But it's um just crossing the checkered flag at the end, Braden had pulled off whatever had happened. And to see Cole, it just glanced, and he's jumping, and wailing his <laughs> like a little, you know, like a little kid that's just the won the right lottery, second, just wailing his arm, yeah. and it felt like it too. Yeah, just the excitement, like it felt like you just won a hundred thousand yeah, yeah. dollars. But in, you know, in reality, it's just a whatever, another street stock check, whatever. But it's just the excitement that came along with that yeah. and the anticipation of like, oh, this is what we wanted all week. That was probably like one of the this best moments of the whole season, is just seeing that and you feeling know, that. You know, I don't
0: know what's what's funner for me right now to watch the look on your face telling the story <laughs> or to watch the look on your yeah. face <laughs> listening to him tell the story uh, because you're, you're, you're almost reliving it mm-hmm. right now, yeah, exactly. uh, just explaining that. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, John beer uh, Speedway really has a hell of a family, River City Speedway. That was Mike Speaker. That was an incredible Race at Buffalo River. Do you get along with, with that guy um, that you were racing against, the, the, the Brower?
2: Yeah, we okay. do. For the most part. I mean, we're all just, at the end of the day, we're all really tight competitors, but, you know, racing, it's a big community. It's a family. So I feel like at the end of the day, even if we slightly. Have our differences at the mm, end of the day. We're all one big sure. happy family. So. Uh,
0: your dad's piping in again, and, and, and I'm going to correct him 77 shows, 78, right? Okay, 78. I have no idea. According to my race pass, it's 78. <laughs> 77 shows in the 27 piece still has the same bumpers and door bars. As an owner, I would bet a lot of money that that is not possible for street driver pushing hard for wins damn impressive to me that is damn impressive to anybody that knows anything about dirt track racing and and when when you mentioned the slide jobs and things like that um let's admit it 10 years ago the street stocks i I, it was boring Mm -hmm. i i i didn't think the quality of racing was that great um i know it was a starter class Mm -hmm. you know but when you look at how things have changed, the B-Mods now are the same way. You know, there was a point there when they first started where it's like, oh, my God, well, why mm-hmm. do we even have these guys here? But now you can sit down and you can watch an incredible street mm-hmm. stock race, a B-Mod race,
2: but they've come a long way. Yeah.
0: It's, is there such thing as a starter class anymore, Really?
2: That's just you know? that's just it. Is everyone can make a starter class their their or a starter yeah, class, their right. class for their whole life. Like look at like Justin, like he's raced and Justin Vogel's mm-hmm. raced that class for so long. And honestly, I don't see it as a starter class. If you're having fun doing it, absolutely. I mean, have at it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like total respect to him. Like he and he puts on a show every single night. He doesn't like there's people who, you know, they're so desperate for a win, they'll do the cheap moves, they'll do this, they'll do that. He, he doesn't do that. He mm-hmm. he puts on a show, and he, I don't know. It's just it's stuff like that. Like I have total respect for him. It's been fun yeah. racing against him all season long. And
0: so, are are you guys to the point in your career now? Uh, do you get this where it is about putting on the show? I mean, I'm going to ask you that. Uh, or do you? Does that even cross your mind? Because you know this gets brought up all the time um, after the races when the kids come down to the pits yep. and, and things. And 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 you know, there's rock star Tucker and there's rock star Cole, but. It is about a show, you know. And when it's all said and done, and that's when you kind of realize that. But um, does that does that ever get in your head? You know, it, well, I've got to keep all these people up in the stands happy.
3: Not so much during the night, mm-hmm. as far as like like meeting fans and and kids or whatever. Yes, that's that's in your mind the whole night. If a kid walks up to you, you no matter when it is, you could be just getting in the race car. You're yep. going to sign the the driver card. Drop gonna, everything. Yes, because that is that's what keeps this. River City's running. That mm-hmm. was Lake running. This is the kids. Yeah, and that was
0: you at one right. time.
3: and I yeah, I used to have a binder six oh, inches yeah. thick full of those things. And yeah, but not during the race night, but after the race, especially if it was a really good feature, and even if I wasn't in the race, like I was twelfth. But mm-hmm. the, the race for the lead was awesome. Like I'll go back and watch and like be very happy with the product. Yep. that sure. that the late models put on, but. I would say during the night almost none but yeah. afterwards for sure I do When you think get a chance that. to look
0: at everything yep. that's that's going on uh, that is cool. Uh let's see congratulations Tucker great season great driver. I agree with Mason Street stocks are the bee's knees that's Amanda Joe. Uh Lindsey Hansen says Mississippi Thunder just announced another E-mod starter class hmm it's like E-mod. a
3: like a midwest mod okay it's an economy oh mod.
0: economy we were thinking maybe uh dave rosendahl thought it stood for electric yeah. E-mod. <laughs> oh might. boy it's it, that day and age it i might. know i i just i have such a hard time with electric cars i think if they ever start running electric cars on dirt i might have to stop going i don't know <laughs> I, I just I would agree i, I don't I get agree. it uh, they're faster and all that kind of stuff. But um, uh, Aubrey has started plastering a wall in her bedroom of hero cards. Mom's a little pissed about that. Hopefully, this stage doesn't that last I got yelled
3: little for that, for putting the little push pins in the wall. Oh, yeah. All in the drywall. Yeah. Oh, God. I well, got at, we my We got, got a few in chewed.
1: here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of numerous times for that. <laughs> Sometimes the worst is if you start taping them up. Uh, oh, then, then you peel, peel the tape. off uh, <laughs> Or rip the... Yeah. yeah especially
0: so. when you use gaffer's tape like All do
1: right. I won't put holes in the wall anymore, rip. Yeah. Yeah, he
0: just took a quarter of the inch of sheetrock right out <laughs> yep. of there. Uh, Cole is a rock star, works his tail off. Can't wait to see him back up there next year. That's from Lindsay. Dave, uh, electric won't work on dirt, but completely electric pavement isn't far away. They're already doing that. Mm-hmm. They're running formula cars on pavement or whatever they want to call them, a formula, indie car type looking thing. But, um, yeah. Um, now, are you going to go with the street stock next year? Is it a done deal yet? Um. This is part of our Montana talk.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or should we
0: just not talk about that anymore
2: and leave and, well, and make it a surprise? Um, no, I, we can we can make it official. I, I think that we're gonna um, go to go to a late model next year. Yeah.
1: Wow! Wow! <laughs> I kind of wasn't expecting the actual i, I wasn't expecting today. that at yeah. all no no so. this is
0: like i feel like i'm on the inquirer right yeah. now
3: <laughs> there's no better time though well, everybody's yeah, I mean,
0: watching you know yeah. and, and, and we have got a, sh- a lot of people watching this show today too <laughs> uh dave rosendahl amen um i think that is awesome news um it's logical to me yeah um it's the next step um i know you your old man still got some time left in him too mm-hmm. i mean the guy can steal wheel a race car it's obvious i think it's going to be awesome seeing you two on the track together mm-hmm. um i did want to ask you this how old are you now uh, 19 so you win all those races and you can't even go have fun when you're done in, <laughs> in the pits or anything so um it, everybody else is having a blast having a cold one and you're drinking your diet coke or how does that work yeah pretty much yeah, yeah it,
3: it's. I've learned that ra- like racing this year, like that you just it sucks to say you you can't celebrate. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you could like for instance, Tucker was racing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. You win Thursday and it could be huge. It could be okay. Now we're only a win out of the lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Load up and go home. Got to do it again tomorrow. There's yeah. no time to sit there until two in the morning. Yeah, there's work like, tomorrow. We have to. You know. Like I it's felt like so something. bad for him. Like we'd have such a great night. Like he'd. He'd come 20th to the win or something, or go to the back and win, and we'd have to load up and go home because we got to go do it again tomorrow. And if he went to the back, nine times out of 10, there was damage. So we got to go work on it. And And
2: that's just it, is that, and you have to go do the same thing the next day. That's the expectation. So Mm -hmm. there really was, like, at least those early on in the year, like, whatever wins, like early on in the week, it's just. The grind. Like, yeah. yep, we got it. Go on to tomorrow. Like, there really isn't much. Yep. I feel like not much celebration when you had the, the pressure that we mm-hmm. were under to try perform. And well, at least that, maybe that's me it just was, not letting myself has, have as much fun. But Yeah, it was pretty much hugs and high fives yeah. and then load up yeah. and go <laughs> home. Yeah,
0: I suppose. Uh, let's see. Patricia Jean. Uh, oh, Manda Joe. breaking news on GFBS today. Patricia Jane, congrats to Tucker and crew. Can't make the Peterson family enough. Can't thank the Peterson family enough for taking uh my two star under their wing uh they're one of the best families i've ever met i forgot the star part uh john Beergard. hell yeah mike drop my tucker peterson <laughs> i mean he could he would be celebrating uh let me know when you guys need me to celebrate for you guys i got it handled that's uh, <laughs> Lindsay. and uh mason i uh, also can't celebrate when you get towed out of victory in lisbon
2: oh god
1: what yeah
0: what, what, what are we talking about there
2: it's actually <laughs> happened to us probably three times this year we I don't know what it is with us, but we keep breaking upper ball joints. Mm -hmm. Like we just – yeah, I don't know. It's been stupid all year long, but we've been having a lot of issues with that. So we've basically uh, come to the conclusion we we have to just swap ball joints every 8 to 10 nights because we'd bust them every 8 to 10 nights. And we – um, won two or three races this year with left front ball joints broke. So that's wow. what he's talking about. We had to get towed out of victory lane. I think it was the same thing in River Cities once or twice. I think and
3: it was twice in
2: Grand Forks yeah, and once in yeah. Lisbon. So just bad luck. You know, but I mean, Wouldn't it be wouldn't better go. to have a, a left
0: ball joint go than the right one, though, or not? Oh,
2: I, I had a right one go, <laughs> and that sent me yeah. off the top I of the track. I was going to say, so yeah, we
0: yeah. might go for a little ride mm-hmm. there. Was
3: that outlaw night? We were, no, for, no, the uh, left
2: front was outlaw night. Oh, okay. Um, but the right front, I think, was like the week after something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it
1: was, was right around in the middle yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Um, t- uh, Terry Blacklands, I know Terry. Honestly, you don't <laughs> have to drink to celebrate. Congrats, Tucker, on a great season and good luck in the late mall in 2024. Levi Babcock, nice work, guys. Nick Curtis, I told him out of River Cities. Uh, Randy <laughs> Saller watching. Best part is watching The Smiles. When the guys are telling their stories, congratulations on a terrific year. And that's what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tell them the story. You grinning from ear to ear, yeah. listening to him <laughs> tell the story, and you can tell you guys are both reliving it yeah. as we're talking about it. I think I just think that is so cool. Um, you brought the notes. Who, who who got you in the top three here in the in the natty points?
2: There's so many people, even that's not listed here for sponsors. It's it's just it's an insane amount of support that we've gotten all year. Even like my family, Cole, uh, my girlfriend Grace, just everybody. It wouldn't be possible that anybody here and everyone in this room. And then just all my sponsors, um, North Dakota Eye Clinic, Amy Dolan Photography, Olson Underground, Ad Monkeys, Land Snow, Bad Boy Mower, Sean Horn Realtor, Hope Church, Turf Pros, Zuli Race Engines, Jeff McDonald, Mark Sin, Roxbury Racing Transmissions, Bruce Hart um, was big support for me. Um, Envision Ag, Hillishog, Levi Babcock Construction, Wicked Raps, R&R Farms, uh, Southline Farms. Um, pit lay solutions, energy release, racing products, and uh, yeah, there was some other people who helped me out this Forgot year. Forgot
1: Hope. What? Oh. No, he Hope said it. oh, it's on the list. Oh. Church. Oh, Hope I Church. I didn't Church. hear no, no. no, he well, say it. He it. Oh, did if, he say if, it? If not, okay. I not, didn't catch but, it either. Yeah, thank yeah. you, for. <laughs> but Hope Church. I didn't hear it.
2: There were a couple other people who helped us out throughout the year that didn't want to be listed, but <laughs> oh, sure. Um, just the silent ones. Of, yeah, the silent ones. But just everybody who helped us get through this year. Um, it was a grind, but um, it was all worth it in the end. So,
0: um, also by the way, uh, Josh Barker love the hat. Uh, Daryl, <laughs> Canadians are watching. Now we need Trey Hess and the late model. Keith Streeter Streeters, my favorite class. Cheryl, Grandma and Grandpa too. Mm-hmm. Grandma yeah. and Grandpa too. How about you? Who helps you out there, buddy?
3: Oh, there's so many people. So first off, be Dad, the car owner. Obviously, mm-hmm. he uh, sure he had a huge part in putting that car together, the the new one, just to get on the track because I was. I could I could help during the week, but on the weekends, I, I tried to go follow Tucker around mm-hmm. and, and be devoted to that. Um, Dale Matheson with DM Motors. He's been on my cars ever since I started racing. He's uh, been a huge partner. Um, Pat Bronze with Nordic Towing, United Savings Credit Union. Uh, Bjorn Ringdahl with Ringdahl EMS. Um, Ashley Bronze with Little Keepers. Chris Mack with Top Shelf Energy. Ryan Torbenson Racing. Greg Freestead Motorsports. uh Mason Aaron. Racing videos, Mike Speaker at Speedway Shots, uh, Mom and Dad, I already said Dad, but Mom, uh, Joe Thomas, JTR Services, Mm -hmm. Corky Thomas Power, Kelsey and Theo, can't forget those guys. And last but certainly not least, uh, the Peterson family.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Uh, John Beergard says, uh, I met Sean Horn on Saturday night, Uh, never met him before. Hell of a guy. Speaks so highly of the Peterson family. I don't know anybody that doesn't. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I, I have, you know, I drive by your house three four five eight times a day um and and every once in a while if i see you know if somebody's out in the shop i'll stop in and, and just to say hi but um yeah nothing's ever been badly said about you guys that i know of now what do you guys do uh in the off season i'm guessing you're going to be building a car but do you are you ice fishermen do you guys hunt do you play hockey? do you what do you guys what do you do in the winter do you do you have any extra hobbies that you do uh,
3: actually my sponsor dale matheson mm-hmm. uh he's got a lake place on leech lake and lake of the woods oh i i haven't gotten up there as much as i want to in the summer at all but the winter time even i haven't gotten up there but that is probably the number one thing in the, in the winter time for me is just ice fishing other than obviously building race cars and mm-hmm. working on race cars um the next thing really is driving up to Grand forks and yeah. hanging out in the shop mm-hmm. and putting race cars together tearing them apart i know we had a long long winter this year revamping all all three really yeah And, uh, that, that to me is the fun too. It's, I keep saying it again and again, but I just, I love to work on the cars, learn and the, come So have have you learned a
0: lot on a, on a lightning sprint then too, or what? So (laughs) I
3: I tell every time, so they, they always try not to split, Mm -hmm. but every time I tell Kelsey, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I'm way more help to Tucker than I ever will be for you just because (laughs) of the car you race. Like Joey has to go with you and I can go with Tucker. Sure. the, the Lightning is... Fr- I've picked up on a couple things, but uh-huh. there's, there's so much computer and wiring, and, and Joey will say it too. Like, the first time she blew a motor up, it took them two days to put a new one in just because yeah. it, it's all compute. It's not like our cars. We just right. drop it in oh, the hole and injection. bolt it in and yep. hook up the fuel. And Whatever the happened
0: to fuel and spark? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I remember working on one of my first race cars back in the day where you could actually stand inside the hood yep. and work on the car. Now you can't do any of that kind of stuff on these cars. What about you? Do you got... Uh, Any hobbies, anything you do on the side?
2: Pretty much, honestly, the same thing Cole said. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Me and Dad usually go hunting every year, ice fishing. We usually try to go on a trip up to Lake of the Woods once a year. Um, That, go to hockey games. uh, Yeah, work on the car. Just that normal stuff. I feel like... I feel like most racers probably have very similar off seasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. more than people yeah. think. I yeah. didn't forget. We UND all very games. similar. Yeah, yep. we, we all very similar interests.
0: Yeah. Well, I know. Um, I always try to get the race car guys in the show here uh, to come out catfishing with me, but it's like impossible <laughs> to do with a race car driver because they're so dang busy all summer long. Oh, okay. Uh, my wife is texting me from Rome. How about that? Uh, let's see, Heather. We can drop. An LS with a direct injection in a day. Come on, joy Yeah, um that's right. Uh, I mean, a sprint car. You watch these guys change motor in twenty minutes. But uh, these lightning sprints. <laughs> yeah, you put the motorcycle stuff in there, and it's all whacked out. Anything
1: you want to add? So, uh, I guess the only thing I was going to ask was like, was there anything? You know, not. You know, you knew you were going to be racing a lot. You knew you were going to be traveling a lot. Was there anything? Um, someone like me that used to travel a lot, was there anything like travel-wise or anything that went into this that you weren't expecting going into the year that kind of became a routine that kind of sticks out to you at all? Or
2: Well, I was going to say one thing that I really didn't expect to hit as hard as it did was with the whole national points. Less routine, but just I didn't expect this was, you know, they have their whole point bracket deal, Um, so like based on car counts. And um, there's – you know, they put those rules in place so guys can go drive wherever and cherry pick a win. But what really made it unfortunate for us is that just because of where we live, we most nights were in the lowest or middle car, car or car count bracket, mm-hmm. yep. and those guys that you know, like Justin and Brayden, like they were just they just had more cars in their area, so mm-hmm. we would have had to drive four hours out of our way. Just to race against higher car counts, and the crappy thing is that we actually led the win bracket the whole season, it's just mm-hmm. those show up points really, really bit us in the end at the end. So that's one thing that I didn't really see coming as to be as big of an impact as I mm-hmm. as it was. That just, yeah, that kind of you know, there stopped. was a lot
1: of the nights where the wins it was like nine cars, yeah, you yeah got exactly one yeah, more and another point, yeah. or, right? right. So, but, you know, nights where there were fourteen cars, and it was just like you look down the list is like, well, if so and so would have been here, it would have yeah, been another exactly. point. you mm-hmm. know yeah. So, mm-hmm. something and that the other two honestly did not have to worry right. about. No. So, just because yeah. of where they live, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and that's just like I get the rules replaced for the whole cherry picking at whatever. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't want people going against less competition, but in reality, you come here, we're racing against. You know, like River Cities, Seth, that was like these Trey, guys in Josh. Buffalo River or yep. Lisbon. You're racing against probably nine cars, but all nine of them could win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. it's yep. just that yep. I don't feel like that's really accounted for in that whole point structure because you know, we 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 got screwed I mean, not screwed, but we you know, we took the loss of the championship because of that. It really, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's what took a mm-hmm. toll on our season in terms of that goal. Right. So, and
0: and you yeah. really can't say you're cherry picking you hit. Every track in the freaking well,
2: Midwest, he, it, knowing we didn't we're even just, know anything about it, we're just racing what's closest to us. Yeah. Like we're not going to drive it's, another five hours for another two cars. You I know? think the word
1: cherry pick flies out the window when you enter it, your first time or second time zone of the year, let yeah. alone the third one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
3: yeah. And, and not to discredit Justin Vogel, no, either. not he, at all. He ran yeah. that whole street stock tour, and he won the street stock tour. Like mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. that street stock tour. If you're gonna. Try and put yourself up there with the best. Like if you're going to win a street stock to a race, alone one, and I don't know how many he won, five yeah, or six I mean, probably. It's... But that is the toughest competition yeah, out so there. Was... At the
2: end of the year, I mean, he really does. He deserves it because yep. he raced against the best. And of that's the best when he that's when long. he really shines exactly. too. Yep. Yeah,
0: because um, so. you looked at the first month
2: or the first two months of the season. I don't think he was even up there anywhere, was he? In in points, he didn't didn't have enough shows because he raced two or three nights a week. With he basically
1: did like what Ricky did a couple years ago. August, he turned it on and he didn't Mm -hmm. lose again. Yep. So yep, yep. In the end of the year was always his best time, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the end
3: of the year specials he. He's a threat to win just about every Absolute, single one yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. Um, okay, one of the Canadians, Daryl, uh, whose late model did Tucker purchase, or is it a brand new unit, or have you even got a car yet? I'm guessing with the look on your face, you probably, oh, you guys, look at you guys. <laughs>
3: I
2: don't oh.
0: know. Or, or, or are we just going to keep our mouth I th- I lips closed? I say we keep that one secret. Yeah, I yeah,
2: would. We'll, we'll keep that one secret. Okay, secretive. can you leave can we, that we, guessing?
0: Okay, will you answer this? Uh, do you have a car yet or not? Or are you going to leave that one out too? We do have a car. Okay. All right. That's, hey, got a little bit out of them there. How about that?
3: <laughs> now we're now we're going to have to put <laughs> oh, some. got uh, a little bit out of them. Yeah. He's yeah. been
1: giving us almost everything <laughs> here this morning. And now <laughs> we're
3: going to have to put some cardboard over the windows. Everybody's going yeah, to be coming over. Oh,
0: yeah. I think I'll go over oh, and talk some beat truck hauling yeah. with your dad. Maybe we'll take a little peek at it um i told joey hey watch for vogel he's a sleeper Mm -hmm. Uh, a sleeper lol dave um wow uh this is i think cool um i know uh when we were talking i believe i was talking with brad and i talked to maybe it was shane uh it sounds like there's going to be a couple of new late models uh, coming out next year, uh, which I love to see. Um, you know, there's still so many disgruntled fans with the whole sprint car deal and not having sprint cars every Friday night. It it's just it's a business deal. That's the way it goes. But I'm glad to see that the late models, it's almost like they're picking up. Like they're they're picking up the slack a little bit of not having uh the sprint cars there. You know, granted there's your sprint car people, mm-hmm. um but then there's people like us. I mean, like I always say, I could watch three kids racing each other and tricycles around yep. the driveway and i'll probably stop and watch mm-hmm. uh but it, racing is racing and, and i love the late model class i think you're gonna do a great job um it helps when you have had the season and seasons you have had uh for sponsorship there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that and it also helps that you guys are good guys um You know there's certain guys we're not naming names but there's some race car drivers out there that right now i would imagine it'd be pretty tough for them to get sponsorship just because of what you hear Mm -hmm. when when you hear bad things about guys and you hear bad things about guys all the time it's not good it starts to wear on you when you don't ever hear anything but good things about a guy it never wears on you Mm -hmm. and and you guys are in that second class i mean we don't ever hear anything bad about any of you guys uh racing is racing fun to watch it all that is right and i can't wait to go watch some ice racing you guys ever go watch that down not, in Erskine. I've never watched we should, I would love to. It, it's a blast. I went for the first time last year. And um, you, you park right out on the lake. Yep. And what they do is they have the little FM transmitter mm-hmm. like we have at River City. So you just put your car radio on, whatever frequency it is. <laughs> and then their announcers are sitting in a car. And it's just like Billy Bob and Jim Joe. You know, it's like, well, you see Frank there. It looks like half that bumper's hanging off the rear end. <laughs> and it's just, it's hilarious. It's But the racing is incredible. I mean, these guys are front left tire off the ice Mm -hmm. like they're on dirt it's really really good stuff and what gets me is there's times there's people riding in the back seat it's like (laughs) who the hell is going to go ride in the back seat of a car like that um heather says if someone said something bad about Cole or the petersons i'd have a tough time believing it genuinely great group of people dave 2024 looks good for local racing uh all the tracks can't wait gonna be a blast um i might have to get you to do this more with me if, uh,
1: oh, I mean, the hours make more sense than they used to. So yeah, well, you, you, you,
0: now, now when I text you actually reply, mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. I know before you, were, I mean, we probably just got home two hours before I'm texting you mm-hmm. and that, that mm-hmm. just doesn't work out. Um, all right. So you, thank you for coming in. I am definitely going to swing by your shop. I hope I don't offend you if Sounds I do, but, and, and I'm not, not. going to tell anybody what I see. Um, <laughs> yes. this was a blast actually yep. talking to you. Yep. Um, you know, because I, I, Yell names a lot from up there, but I don't ever get to go down and talk to people unless they're local and I see them all the time. Um, I'm glad that I got you off my bucket list and that I got (laughs) to meet you because you're a hell of a guy. Uh, You really are. Stephen, what more can I say about Stephen Lewis? Um, (laughs) The guy, you know more about racing than I know about myself. I mean, (laughs) it's just crazy. Um, I owe you, man. Uh, Thanks for coming in. Uh, Marty Kleba, some me. people aren't scared to ride in the back. Shut up, Marty. <laughs> I would be, for well, sure. Especially when you put seatbelts in that Marty Klava put in. He's the one that put this. <laughs> and, and I think he found, he found this five-point harness in a garbage can somewhere. I'm pretty sure of it uh yeah he thought it was pretty Recyc- funny though recycling yeah recycling yes. that's yeah. it uh mike speaker congrats on a great year fellas uh mike i'd love to get you back up here on the show too uh you have so much to do with racing and and maybe you uh maybe you could bring um 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 Steven Ader, st- with you Jeez. we got too many stevens in, maybe in one room here we could have a
1: photo round table one of these mornings or <laughs> hey, something. that would be yeah. cool so that yeah. would
0: be really cool i'd love to do that Uh, Again, thank you, uh, Tucker Peterson, Cole Babcock, and, of course, our co-host today, Stephen Young, for uh, another great Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. Now, we're going to change it up a little bit next week. Uh, We're going to do one... Snurdy Thursday edition coming up next week. We're going to have some great snowmobile racers, uh, racers coming in next week. Then we'll get back to where it's the time of the year now uh, where we will start to get, like you said, photographer day maybe one day, uh, mechanic day. We um, will do... We got, a,
1: got a list of wives going yet? That's or? what I'm
0: going to just start working yeah. on now. Uh, racer wives, girlfriends, moms day, because that's when the good stories, that's mm-hmm. when the real mm-hmm. stories come out. Uh, that's when you get to see pictures of Dustin Strand in his underwear in a rainstorm, <laughs> uh, which isn't the most... Nicest picture I've ever seen, but...
1: It, That's it, where we get the real answers. The thing is, it's
0: still stained in my brain, so I know it was a good picture. Um, oh, and by the way, how do you like the shirt there? Looks great. That's pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember buying it. <laughs> it just came up to me this year, you know, you owe me money for a sweatshirt, and I'm like,
1: what? <laughs> and
0: then I thought, okay, now I remember. Um, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you all for yeah, coming in again. You. Yeah, thank you, John. Uh Man, awesome. Awesome. These guys are great. Thank you again. To Cole, Tucker, and Stephen Lewis for coming in today. And uh, thank you to all of the people that uh, took time out to text and watch the show. Uh, you know what? This show wouldn't be what it is without all of you people that I've got right here on the phone that are watching this show. Uh, thanks to Rumor Sports Bar Casino right here in the Grand Cities Mall for bringing you Dirty Thursday. Love BT, Jake, Scotty, the whole crew over there. Uh, you know what? Go watch the Minnesota Twins. Uh, no, you can't. They're done. <laughs> but you can watch UND hockey. You can watch the Minnesota Vikings. You can take uh, buses to the UND game. Games. Got some concerts coming up. Check out their buses there. Got great, great uh, lunch and dinner specials. $7 Express lunch. When we're sitting here doing Dirty Thursday, you can see the people filing in to go get lunch and play a little bingo while you're there. Rumors Sports Bar Casino and the Grand Cities Mall, another big sponsor. Alright, no sports, uh, no forks sports highway show tonight. Uh, those guys are out of town doing something else, but make sure you catch the Brew Brothers podcast at nine o'clock tonight. Have a great day, everybody. I'll be back again tomorrow morning. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. you never miss a show. And you know what? If you would like some GFBS merchandise, they got the Dirty Thursday shirts and stuff. Now they're pretty badass. Go to gfbsmerch.com. Hey, the grand cities are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.